Seventy-seven of the Fields of the Real podcast, <laughs> and the reason why I sound like uh, I don't even know what I sound. I don't like. know what yeah, I sound. Grover, all types of crazy. Grover, maybe from Sesame Street. Yes, somebody like <laughs> me want cookies. Cookies, yes, <laughs> Cookie Monster. There you yes. go. Uh, Ed, Ed, yes, Orgeron. <laughs> so the reason why I sound like Cookie Monster is because I spent my Saturday. Yelling at kids. Um, yeah, Don't I, say I know, it like yelling. that. Don't say it. My like Saturday that. yelling at kids to, coaching, to make sure. Coaching, coaching <laughs> up children. You were not yelling. You were coaching them. I was up. coaching them up. I spent my Saturday coaching up the the Smyrna Seahawks. Shout out to our eight U team, who I am the offensive and defensive line coach of, and okay. we won our first game twenty to six. Um. And the boys did a good job. (laughs) The boys did a really good job yesterday. Um, they, they, you know, they, they, they had me, had me a bit nervous um, throughout the game. I told you after after the game was over, I was like, I need, I need a drink. (laughs) Some libations, some libations are in order after this. Yes. Oh my god. They, they, they won um, in convincing fashion. You know, the other team scored at the very end of the game so yeah um but yes that's why i don't have a voice and that's why i sound like cookie monster <laughs> that's a good reason are we, yeah. we okay? okay we just was like whoa what was that yeah, what, what happened what, what, what happened what? Like, Hello, people. <laughs> <laughs> no oh god oh god but episode right. 177 yeah um let's jump right into who's really right this is a really good who's really right. I've told you guys before. Step does the, uh, has done the um <laughs> uh, since I can remember, Step been doing the uh, the topics for the for the podcast. And I just yeah. go through and be like, oh yeah, it's good. That's literally we don't, we don't even have production meetings no more about it. No, we like, yeah, we we haven't. We uh <laughs> when when you send it to me, I, there hasn't been a topic where it's just been like, nah, I don't think we should talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well. There have been some in the past. There have been some where I say like, "Oh, let's let's attack this next week," or yes, you know, right. something like that. But for the most part, right. like we pretty much be in tune because we be passing, you know, stories back and forth to each time. other. Exactly. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying throughout the week. Yeah. So, yeah, um, this one is another good one, especially with the beginning of the NFL season. Yes. Um, started last know, Thursday. Yep. Yeah, started on Thursday. We had the mm-hmm. the. Uh, the Rams versus the Bills, and we'll talk more about that later. Um, but we are recording on Sunday, and this is the first Sunday of the NFL. And I think that it's only right to discuss, even before the season starts, which player and which coach are on the hot seat. And okay. So Stephanie doesn't know mine, 
and I don't know hers, which we typically would do before a podcast, but I'm right. almost certain that ours are different. Because okay. I already know who's her, who hers is going to be. Even though really? I don't know, I know. I have an idea. So, okay. without further ado, step, ladies first. Okay. What player and what coach do you have on the hot seat? So, this was tough for me because mm-hmm. it's a couple of players, particularly quarterbacks, that I feel like are playing for their jobs, essentially, mm-hmm. at this point. Um, but I chose to pick somebody It is a quarterback not mm-hmm. based on their ability, but based on the situation. So, Lamar Miller, you on the hot seat. Lamar Miller? Yeah. Lamar Miller. Jackson. I'm oh, sorry. Jackson. Lamar oh, okay, Jackson. okay. Lamar Jackson. I was about to say, I'm thinking about the running back. Lamar yeah. Miller played running back, yeah. Yes. Lamar yeah. Jackson, you are on the hot seat, sir. Okay. You went in a different direction than, than I thought you were with that one. Okay. No, yeah. Lamar uh, Jackson. Lamar Jackson is on the hot seat. I told you it was plenty of, I mean, Marcus Mariota. It's a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. That um, Baker Mayfield, like, all y'all got to perform, or this is it. Like, yeah. really, for real. Yeah. Um, uh, Trubisky, it's a bunch of them to me. Mitchell. Mitchell Trubisky. Y'all kind of just mm-hmm. slid in and got a job, but y'all ain't really solidified nothing. You know what I mean? So, okay. but I picked him because it's a little different. I feel like hot seat for him because now it's coming out they offered you a boatload of money that you turned out mm-hmm. so you must really be you banking on you no agent no you're banking on you to okay. me that puts you on the hot seat might not be nah. what we originally think hot seat of right yeah. but no that puts you on the hot seat i knew you were going with that yeah, and I was that, I was surprised that you put him because I just wasn't thinking like that. But I knew where you yeah. were going when you said that because yeah, yeah, you just put yourself out there, bro. Um, and as far as a coach, for me, <laughs> I know who you gonna say. You do. Mm-hmm. Who am I gonna say? I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys coach. Oh uh, no. It wasn't him. Nope. Actually, it's not him. Uh It it is not him because Jerry Jones is not going to be wrong. Mm. And he's already put he's already prefaced this season with who he's going to put all of the pressure on. Mm -hmm. So none of this is about the coach anymore. Yeah. So no, Mike McCarthy is, I don't know that he's solid, but he's not the person that I, I think is on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Um, my my uh, my hot seat person is probably somebody that people are like, huh? But Lovey Smith. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And you ain't even started yet, but right. it is just the atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> And the team in which you uh, <clears throat> coach for, that from jump, there's going to be unrealistic expectations for you. Mm-hmm. And you just going to have to, yeah, you're going to have to, oh, it is, it, to me, and this is probably true for most 
for every black coach in the NFL, but I think more so because you're in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's almost the Barack Obama, I call it the Barack Obama thing. You have to be overly good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like you don't get the grace to have a couple of seasons to get it together. They're expecting mm-hmm. things from you. And, and, and because there's this saltiness about the whole Deshaun Watson thing, mm-hmm. that just added extra, pr- to me, it just added, I hate he took the job. I just, just yeah. real talk. So that just added extra pressure to me mm-hmm. for him. So yeah, I was going, I was, I was like, let me think out of the box today. Cause I don't want to be, I, I figured those wouldn't be people you would have thought about. So I, I went purposely outside of the outside box. Outside of the box. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to start with my coach. Mm-hmm. And I made this statement when they hired him, because I believe that the only reason that they did hire him in particular of all of the coaches that they tried to bring in was because he was culturally a safe hire. He was just black enough so that they wouldn't say that he was racist, but just black enough for them to not for us to not say we know it ain't my boy then (laughs) because he's real black yeah it ain't my boy then it ain't pittsburgh (laughs) nah it ain't tomlin nah it ain't mike tomlin i mean it's it's a mike but it's not tomlin um he's just black enough you know for them to say that hey listen we made a, a minority hire because he is part black but because he doesn't identify as black it also makes them safe, I believe, for the owner. And so Mike McDaniel, the, the head coach of the Dolphins, is going to be on the hot seat. <laughs> I believe for the same reason that you are putting Levy Smith on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. I don't think that he was there I for the I knew that he was coach. biracial. I don't think I knew that he was biracial. See, that's why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he's biracial okay he doesn't consider himself as a black man tiger woods he got tiger woods yes okay got it okay. tiger woods not oj i'm sorry i had to <laughs> but no mike mcdaniels you know they went out and got tyreek hill and so <clears throat> if their offense doesn't look like it's supposed to, I, I believe that he can be just like Coach Kelly from the Texans, which is the reason why Lovey Smith is in Houston right now. Be one of those coaches that they bring in for one year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you all right? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on over here. Okay. There's <laughs> me yelling at them kids yesterday. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So okay. Mike McDaniel for my head coach. Okay. And for my player, I'm going to go with Dak Prescott. I, he was my for, uh, for the reason obvious choice. Yeah. Yeah. And so 
for the reason that you gave, we know yeah. who Jerry Jones put the pressure on for this season. Absolutely. It's all he on his shoulders. A boatload of money. Yep. And he expects his return on investment. Yes. And so all of the pressure's on Dak. I think that if he doesn't, you know, at least get them to deep into the playoffs, mm-hmm. he may not be the quarterback of the Cowboys going forward. <clears throat> can I secretly say I hope he don't get them deep into the playoffs? Oh, no, you can say that outwardly. Okay. It ain't, ain't got to be secret. Because I, I don't, I don't want Dak Prescott to be a Cowboy anymore. Uh-uh. He deserves better. Mm-hmm. He deserves better. So, no, better. I hope he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Start that. Not trying to be jinxing you, bro. Yeah, I want you to know. play well because I need you to be able to go somewhere else. But I, it, I just, I don't want nobody to play for Jerry Jones if I'm just going to be young. So. I want Dak Prescott to have one of those Drew Brees careers where, mm-hmm. you know, he goes somewhere else. He and goes really somewhere else not. and he just, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. So that's he what I'm looking for. That. He I does. That's the same thing I feel about Matt Ryan. I just had that conversation with my niece. Like, mm-hmm. I want Matt Ryan to shine this year because I needed to be proven that this is not this man. It's all of the mess that he had to deal with. Yeah. He, he had to deal with a lot of mess. He had a, he had a lot of old coordinator his, 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 yes. uh, over his career. Absolutely. So um, I'm, did you, I'm Have you seen the Colts in the, in the uh, preseason? Preseason? He, I saw previews. I mean, uh, you know, some some highlights from one okay. game, but he only was playing like one or two, one or two series. Okay. <clears throat> so he didn't really. But I do. What I was telling my niece about him is, I do know that he has. This team has really bought into like his mm-hmm. his work ethic and his yeah. and his attitude about things, which it's almost like Jesus. When he was drafted to the Falcons, they just saw him as he never got to be seen for what he could really do because they just saw him as Matt Ryan who played for the Falcons. That's it. Like, they never really mm-hmm. saw Matt Ryan, the quarterback, as an individual. It was Matt Ryan who played for the Falcons. Mm-hmm. And so, and then to go to, uh, it's it's beautiful that the team that he went to is the team, I always say this, Matt Ryan could be very Peyton Manning-esque if given the opportunity. Because I feel like he has very high football IQ. Mm -hmm. And when he runs two minutes, it is to perfection. And that's because he gets to make those choices. He's making the calls on the field. There's audible. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I see him very much so in, in a Peyton Manning kind of way being able to go there to a team that Peyton Manning already kind of set the bar to say, mm-hmm. we're okay with letting our quarterback do a little more than the average team, right? Yeah. Even though it's a different coach, I think that's just the culture there, that he'll be able to go there and really shine. I really feel that. Okay. I do. I'm sorry that had nothing to do with the who's really right, but... Well, I know when you get to talking about Matt Ryan or one of your Falcons, you know what I'm saying? Like this. <laughs> I'm trying to, October 9th, I'm trying to be in Raymond James Stadium because oh, I'm trying yes. to see Julio, baby, yeah. play the Falcons. Yes. That's going to be, yeah, that's going to be one. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. 
Why you guys tell us who you guys think is really right? Um, yeah. You heard our picks. Step chose for her coach, Lovey Smith, and Ooh. for for her player, quarterback Lamar Jackson. I yep. chose for my coach, Mike McDaniel, and for my player, Dak Prescott, quarterback Dak Prescott. Um, let us know which one of us you agree with, but go ahead in the comments and leave who you believe uh, your head coach and your top player. Um, who will be on the hot seat for this upcoming season. Absolutely. It's funny that we just pick four black people too. Well, biracial and black. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, had, I had one of your moments <laughs> when you was what? like, well, my face couldn't have, hide. Whatever. Oh. <laughs> you was like, it's funny that when you pick four black people, I was like, Y'all let us know who's really right. It's going to be one of those days. Y'all just got to bear with us. Listen, it's been a long week. Real good topics. Yeah. All right. So, TFO, um, Francis TFO, who is a tennis player, he lost in the semifinals of the U.S. Open in a historic match. He was the first African-American player, um, tennis player. Male. Male, excuse me male tennis player to um, mm-hmm. make it to the semifinals since Arthur Ashe in 1972. Yep. Um, there are big things on the horizon for him, you know, and it was good to see him um, kind of um, make this feat, if you will. You yes. know, obviously he didn't win it, um, yep. but uh, making it to the semifinals is a big deal, especially for a player who isn't ranked. Exactly. Um, and so, um, how did you feel about seeing that? How did you feel about, you know, especially so, on the heels of someone like Serena Williams? Exactly, exactly. I feel like the baton was passed this season from with Serena. And not just for Coco Golf, but also for Francis. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, again, her... Her and Venus made it <clears throat> made it possible for these young people to be out here. He's 24 years old. Mm-hmm. Coco's 18. Like they are still very young in this get in this sport. Tennis is not like football. They can mm-hmm. play for. I mean, Serena's in her 40s now. I think mm-hmm. so. Um, they got a long career ahead as long as nothing happens to to derail them from like injury or anything else that they choose to play he has such a big heart and plays with so much passion um I just love it and I I I do believe that he is going to be back and I loved all of the again this is I think what social media should be about, right? Mm-hmm. All of the love he got from people, yeah. um, supported supporting him and saying, you know, we proud of you and you did such a good job and you're gonna be back. I mean, Chris Everett was like, expect to be back. Yeah. Now, this is if nobody. If you don't know, listen, because we know people who watch this who are not sports fans. Chris Everett is one of America's female tennis player sweethearts. Mm-hmm. Um, she 
was very successful uh, as a tennis player. And so she has a lot of, it's like John McEnroe, mm -hmm. almost. When you say Chris Everett, it's like John McEnroe. So um, for her to come out and say, you'll be back to this young man was huge. Um, the guy he lost to was a, is a phenom. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Kid is 19 years old. He's a phenom. Yeah. That's all it was to it. He was just out. And then and it was a good, I mean, they, he, they went five, they played mm -hmm. like four hours or something. It was crazy. Yeah. It was, it was not, it was, it, it was not that he made it easy for this young man. Mm -hmm. So I do feel like he'll be back. And I'm really excited to see what's going to happen with tennis um going forward for American ten American tennis players mm -hmm. going forward um seeing more um more people of color I don't mean just African-American people of color mm -hmm. um entering to play the sport for the U.S. and I'm just representing the United States and I'm just excited I'm excited for him I'm excited for Coco and I'm excited for whoever else is coming That's along coming after. yeah mm -hmm. definitely yep all right, so keeping it on the U.S. Open. Yes. Some YouTuber <laughs> decided to do a prank. That's his thing. That's what he's known for. He, yeah. That's, he's a prankster on YouTube. On YouTube. He decided to do a prank at the U.S. Open, though. Um, in the middle of a quarterfinals match. It was promptly. He picked the wrong, wrong quarterfinals. removed. Oh, and that's my thing. I mean, like, I, I know you, I know he's a, you know, YouTuber. He's known for his points, yeah. but pick the right venue, sir. That, that's just not the right. I, I, it, okay, today's going to feel very racially something because he's a black man. Mm -hmm. um, and he was literally, his prank was pretending to cut somebody's hair like they're mm -hmm. at the barbershop in the middle of the match. Mm -hmm. We already not like represented very well. Right. There, between players and just audience, period. That is not up until, I think recently, I, again, Serena Williams has to be credited with so many things because mm -hmm. she brought a lot of african-americans to the to the sport right and her um and especially other uh celebrities and sports figures they come out they were coming out to see serena play mm -hmm. and so but it's still just a sprinkle right so I, I just, I would have preferred, I mean, the crazy thing is you had to spend pretty penny on two tickets because you weren't, you were sitting down like probably about three rows from the, from the, from the front row. Mm -hmm. You had to spend a pretty penny on them tickets. Yeah. To, to be, right to be, to be, to, I just. It wasn't smart. I get pranks. Just pick your poison. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. This ain't it. I was gonna say his name, but I feel like you no. Know. Nope, that's why I didn't put it because we. I'm not yeah. plugging. I'm not giving you no juice over here. Mm -hmm. That's what the uh, commentator said at the match. They were like, because they 
zoomed over to it and they started talking about it. And the one said, well, I guess we just gave him what he wanted, which was some some plug time. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, for his, so yeah. Yeah, so. Nope, I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Nope, exactly why I didn't. Mm-hmm. That's why I put what I put. <laughs> On purpose. Mm-hmm. All right, so we just spoke about Thursday Night Football. Um, did you see this blowout? Uh, I did not see it. by the Bills. I did not see it personally. I did not watch the game, but I saw the the score and I saw the highlights, and it wasn't pretty. Mm-hmm. I'm I, I don't know if it's Super Bowl hangover. It's some hangover. I mean, that looked like uh, that looked like Jack Daniels hangover. Lord, shout out to Jack Daniels. We're not talking about y'all. Like y'all, y'all was whiskey. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh-huh, yeah. But yeah. uh yeah. I I I don't I there's no there's no real explanation for it because it's really weird because I know that people like Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford and Aaron Donald are not slackers. Mm-hmm. so I mean and it's some more people but I'm just saying these are like your key people mm-hmm. yeah. and they're not slackers so it was really perplexing to me as to how mm-hmm. this happened I, not taking anything away from the Bills they were prepared they were efficient they were everything mm-hmm. they needed to be I think they had much more to prove that might have been what it was just as simple as we were supposed to be you know, just that simple. This should have been us, right? right. <laughs> we want everybody to know this should have been us, like right, right. So mm-hmm. that and that could have just been as simple as it was, but uh, I don't know. But people had something to say. Well, you know, a whole bunch of people had something to say. Um, but one of the main people who had something to say was OBJ Odell Beckham Jr who's defending the Rams while he is being actively pursued by the Bills. (laughs) And in particular, Von Miller, who is doing his best to pitch him to, to, or his best to bring him to the Bills or recruit him to the Bills. Yep. Um, What'd you think about about, uh, OBJ's defense of the Rams? I I actually... Is it smart business for him? Maybe not, but I actually mm-hmm. appreciated it because this is somebody who played with these guys. And right. while he got hurt in the Super Bowl, he still understood the character of the people that he played with. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he was defending them from the standpoint of y'all counting them out when this was just game one. Right. And uh, he knows that these are the type of people they're going to go regroup, figure it out and get mm-hmm. that. So I appreciated him for not being somebody who would get on the bandwagon. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah, see, they should have, because they could have, and he could have used, they could have kept, if they had had me, you know, that kind of thing. Like maybe mm-hmm. if they kept me, we wouldn't get that. Right. He yeah. could have been petty like that, but I appreciate that he was, 
um, supportive of his former team. That speaks volumes to me about how he felt about those guys because this had been the Browns, I don't think he would have done. Maybe not even the Giants. Actually, you know what? Maybe. And I'm going to tell you why. Well, if Baker Mayfield was in it, no. No. So I don't know if you heard this, but a few weeks ago, he actually came out with, with uh, and made some statements supporting Baker Mayfield. That's awesome. I love that. I mean, I would yeah. hope he would be that person, but I, and so he's this consummate teammate. It yeah. seems like he's this consummate teammate, and he is when he when he your teammate, your teammate, and that and that just is who he is. Like he's gonna right. look at you as a brother from now on, like that yeah. kind of thing. And that and that's a that's the way sport should be, right? I feel like. Right. You know, we on this field, we're going we gonna to dog it out and do what we need to do on this field. But when we off the field, like, you still my brother. Yeah. And you I, know you what I mean? And I like that. That 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 thing a few weeks ago when he gave his support for, for Baker Mayfield made me think. I was like, the media ran with this idea that because OBJ's dad made that clip and put it out on social media, that OBJ had something to do with it, or maybe he just didn't care for Baker Mayfield. And it made me think about my father, who I say would have been probably a more tame, calm version of um, uh, Odell Becker. No, because he's a senior. Ball. Uh, oh God. Yeah. No, you're not gonna put. No, you're not gonna put. No. I know. No, I, I no. feel like he would have been a more tame. I, but I'm just saying, like, as far as being outspoken in the media and stuff like that, like, I think my my dad 100 percent would have would have. Oh been yeah, like he would have let him know how you feel. Yeah. For sure. But, he wouldn't have been a fool like Walter. Right. It, it, but I I probably wouldn't have been able to call my dad and say, "Hey, Dad, don't tweet that video that you' about to put up of you know what I'm saying such and like, such I'm not getting me the ball." Right. Yeah. Like now, nah, I'm gonna do. I'm pushing the button. I'm pushing, <laughs> pushing the button right now, right, right. now. Yeah. So, you know, I think everybody ran with that and took that to mean that that Odell felt the way about Baker, and so it was good mm-hmm. to see him come out and support a Baker and say those words about him. So, right. Um, I, I think that adds to the fact that what we believe to be true about OBJ, like he he is the consummate teammate. He is. I need people to stop putting that narrative of him being mm-hmm. messy or cancerous or right. whatever that is out there because that's not true. He's passionate right. about not, what he does, and he's he never just been in any trouble. What? But they they want to say he he messy in the locker room or something like they yeah. want us to believe that he's like cancerous for the locker right. room and for the team. And I don't believe that to be true. He's yeah. yes, is he passionate? Yes, does he get overly uh, animated sometimes? Absolutely, mm-hmm. but. But it's out of passion for the game. It's right. not a, a personal thing for him. Mm-hmm. So I just, yeah, I don't know. But we'll see. I um, and and I hope he does listen. Go because the way the Bills look, he might go get and get him another ring. Now look, look, look at that two ring. Because I, I I believe the trajectory that he was on in the Super Bowl, he probably the one Super Bowl MVP. Yes. Um. Now, yeah. imagine if he go in two Super Bowls back-to-back with two different teams, man. That'd be... Y'all better have a conversation about what this man brings to the table if that yeah, happens. exactly. Put some respect yeah. on his name. That put some respect on his name, mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. <laughs> Real roll call. 
I know my voice sounds crazy. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I just keep trying to talk through it. You keep trying. I'm like, oh, uh, my God, my poor brother. <laughs> oh, my brother, y'all. Lord. You go get you some um, ginger. Some some ginger tea or something. Yes. For sure. Because water ain't going to do it. You got to get some. Nah, yeah, yeah, you got something strong. Well, I, got the, I got the lemon in the water. You know what I'm saying? No. But it's just not doing the trick. No. Ginger, <laughs> sir. Yes. Anyway, all right, <laughs> we back, y'all. <laughs> now, we, this real roll call. We only have two topics, so I'm not going to time this one. Okay. Okay. Oh, good. Uh, this first one, I know already. Yeah, I know you're going. Uh, you you mm. you're going to sound off on this one. So Woo. this is going to be an extension of real good topics. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm not speaking. <laughs> I won't. Now, if we, we can. If we get too long winded on it, I, I'll, uh, you know, what I'm saying, um, I'll, I'll, I'll try to rein us in. But yeah, um, our first one for this one, and like I said, this isn't time. Uh, is Alabama football in trouble? Yep. This actually could have been a who's really right. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yep. I uh huh. Yep. I'm gonna just say yes. Um, okay. And the reason I'm going to say yes is because um, I do not think that Bryce Young is just going to be him. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's the given, right? That's yeah. how they won by a point yesterday because of him. Right. He did the LeBron James thing. You put the mop mm-hmm. up, the whole team on his back. On my back. Yeah. Just make it work. Yeah. Um, but with. I, Without weapons, mm-hmm. does not have the they they had to abandon the running game yesterday. By the end of the by mm-hmm. the fourth quarter, they just had to abandon the run game because it was not happening. Nick Saban has not been in this situation where he didn't have a big star running back, big boy back there to truck some folks over in a minute so it'll be about Nick Saban on whether they get this together or not are you willing to make adjustments to your offense because you ain't got what you used to have and I do not feel like your defense is as potent I'll say as it's been in as has been informing years. So there are some... It looked porous. It's some adjustments that will have to be made in order for you all to... Um, yeah. So I'm There's not, some adjustments that have to be made. No, definitely. There's definitely going to be some adjustments that have to be made. And if we know anything about Nick Saban, he's going to make them. Okay. You know, when you say they're in trouble contextually... I'm thinking that means that they are going to move from this spot that they're in, that they've been in since Nick Saban has been there. And I just don't see that happening. Um, they're Spot always going to be um, just around the conversation of being the top team in the NCAA and college football. Um, okay. And they're going to be around there. You know what I'm saying? Like they deserve to lose this game and they want it. And so I think that this is going to be a shock for them. This is going to be a, 
a rallying, uh, one of those rallying moments where they got to refocus and get back to it. Yeah. I think we'll see, d- depending on who they play, because if they were to play Georgia next week, I think they'd lose. Mm-hmm. Depending on who they play, I think we'd see them go out and beat them like a drum next week. Um, oh. And so we we see this every year with, with Alabama. They get into it. They get into it with a team that they shouldn't lose to, and they either lose or win very closely. Like they lost to Texas A and M last year. Yeah, and still end up beating. And look, they barely beat Auburn in, in overtime. Right. Still end up going to the national championship. And while they lost, you know what I'm saying? They're gonna they're gonna be around. You know what I'm saying? They they gonna they're gonna always get the, some of the top players. Um, they but get I, the calls. I, they get they do get the calls, and you know how we feel about that. <laughs> they get the calls. That's the part, uh, right there. That mm. is the part. Um, they, yeah. There were a few calls that, like I said, I didn't get to see that, that game live. Oh, I watched. Um, I did watch the replay though, and I, I was disappointed that, you know, there seems to be such an obvious bias towards uh, the University of Alabama because that game was actually played in Texas. And it, but in it was an SEC ref, referee group. Well, it was I, an SEC referee group. group mm-hmm. And, and so Texas, gotta, Texas is moving into the SEC. Right. Um, I'm not sure if that has gone through yet. Maybe that goes through next season, the season after. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, nonetheless, it, it just sucks to hear them. I mean, to see them get such blatant, you know what I'm saying, um, I don't even know what to call it. But they were Cheat. getting the calls. Cheating. Yeah. That's what I call it. <laughs> Ask my friend. Cheating. Yeah. That's what I said. They were cheating. <laughs> they were. But uh, I will say this, and then I know we got to move on. Mm-hmm. Never seen Nick Saban so flustered before. Yeah. Ever. 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 Yeah, I have. I don't think I've, I have. Not with Alabama. I've never seen Go him back to the game. Against Texas A&M, when he was playing Johnny Manziel. Okay, I have to go and look. Now, he was flustered. You talking about flustered? Listen, because <laughs> that defense couldn't get it right. That game could not get it right. Defense couldn't get it right yesterday. Offense, special team. It was like, what is happening? Yeah. It was bad. They just, mm-hmm. yeah, it was nothing but favor on them that they won yesterday because. Texas outplay and and we gotta keep we gotta keep in mind they won because you you broke one quarterback's uh, shoulder and then doggone took the other one out he was hobbling out there oh, so they yeah. had a uh, half a quarterback yeah. for half a game yeah so had they had a quarterback had Ewers been still out there yeah it would have been, been a game. different game yeah it wouldn't have been no game. It wouldn't have been no game. They mm-hmm. would have shown them for real what where they you said the word porous, or they would have shown them mm-hmm. where they were porous for real. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's jump to this this uh WNBA championship. Yeah. Um the Las Vegas Aces are playing against I said the signs. <laughs> it's the they're playing the Phoenix Mercury. Mercury. Yeah. I'm tripping. It said the sun. It said the sun's on the thing too. I don't know why, but yeah. Yeah, I, I 
But I, I said that, and I was like thinking to myself, I was like, oh, Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix, no. <laughs> no. Um, and so they, they uh, this is the WNBA championship. Um, the Mercury, who is the team that, um, the team that, uh, man, listen, drawing a blank. Uh, Brittany Griner would have been um, would have been yeah. on. Um, ended up making it to the championship. They're dedicating this um, series or this series, the championship series, to her. Who do you think? No, it is the sun. It's the aces and the sun. The aces and the sun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I'm not tripping. Nope. It's the aces and the sun. The Connecticut sun. Yep. Connecticut and Las Vegas. Okay. Yep. So it's the aces and the sun. All right, so I had to go. Uh, let's look, go back like, over that. <laughs> yeah, because I was looking. I was like the sun. Like, no. Yeah. Okay, so the Connecticut Sun. Um, Connecticut Suns and the Las and Vegas. The Las Vegas Aces. Mm-hmm. Who do you have winning this series? Who do I want to win? <laughs> yeah. I would like to see Las Vegas win. Okay. Either I one think- of these teams, I really don't. I really don't care because they yeah. both not won a championship before so they, this okay. is like so it'll be the both one of them, one of them. Is, yeah so but las vegas yeah I, you I, know, I, I i like i just i have watched a few of their games this year mm-hmm. and i i just i just like those i like them those women be balling yeah yeah I, i'm gonna go with uh las vegas aces as well mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i just uh i like that team um, mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Asia Wilson. Right. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's who, honestly, I can't even tell you who played, who plays for the Sun. Oh. Well, no, no, I, so I'm not saying that they're like, that's not a, a knock against the WNBA, but I know that some of the teams who I, I pay more close attention to, mm-hmm. like obviously the Mystics. Right. And the, the Mercury and the suns um in the sky um and i'm the dream yeah and the dream yeah. mm-hmm. so those are things that i pay a, a lot more attention to mm-hmm. um even though las vegas is too like las vegas is an expansion team uh for the WNBA. the connecticut it sun is. are an expansion team but they got becky ham for me she's yeah. a coach yeah like to go from being with the Spurs mm-hmm. to having NBA this coach. coach job is kind of like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it. I just so yeah. I'm just rooting. I think that's for me more so why I like. And then honestly, they're owned by Mark Davis. Oh wow! Okay, did not know that. Yes, and so you know, <laughs> I'm a fan of his because of the, the decision he made to hire black. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm just yeah we'll see this this will be game one mm-hmm. today at three o'clock mm-hmm. um and th- this series uh it this is the best three right i thought it was five best of five it okay might, it might um, be five. i don't know i need to do better and so we'll <laughs> no nah, i definitely need to do better we'll like, we'll see better we'll we'll see uh by next week uh, we should have um, a winner in this series, and we'll 
we'll be able to see, um, even though this yeah. isn't who's really right. It's a best, best of five. five. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to see who who pulls this series out. Uh, not next week. What is this? Because, well, so depending they, on if they go all five games. Right. If they go all five games, the last one is on the 20th. The 20th? Mm-hmm. Oh, so that Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. That Tuesday. Because today is the 11th. Uh, okay. The 19th is the Monday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So it'll if they go all five, if they go all five, we won't know for we won't be able to tell you all or talk to you guys about it right. for another right. uh two weeks. But mm-hmm. um hopefully the aces can pull it out and we'll have something to talk about. <laughs> right. Uh, like some evidence-based thing we can say. This is what we said they were right. gonna win. Right. Yeah. On to the real. Yep. All right. So destroying. And yeah. I think it's very important to talk about this guy. We've talked about him before, especially when yep. he was on the episode of House of Athlete mm-hmm. um, um, or the I Am Athlete podcast, excuse me. Uh, it's my shirt. It's your shirt, it yeah. <laughs> and so um, he is the young man who was playing for the University of Central Florida as a kicker. Um, the NCAA came in and told him like, hey, you're making this money. Um, put as an influencer. So you can either continue doing that or you can play college football. Be an influencer um, and make money or be poor and play college and football. And play college football, yeah. So he chose the former. Because um, NIL is not in place when this happened, y'all. Because right. he would have been fine if NIL had been He would have been totally fine if NIL mm-hmm. was in place. And so um, he attempted to, to play in the NFL. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like he got a raw deal, and I'm gonna have to send you that video that shows that um, it it, it might have been a little bit of some stuff going on with that, um, and some collusion between the NCAA and the NFL. Um, and he went up. To yeah, Canada. because this kid had a leg like nobody's business. Yeah, and he's an There's athlete. no reason he should yeah. not have been in the NFL. He's an athlete. Yeah. Yep. And so. Um, now the NFL have, has reached back out to him, and um, it's been yes, it's, it's a full 60. circle moment, huh? Isaiah sixty. You said Isaiah sixty. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's what this is, Isaiah sixty. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and they're gonna take his. Um, they're gonna take his uh one on one, um, segment of his show on the road. It'll be they did those... over training camp. They did it over training camp. Over this past training camp? Yeah. Well, they took his one-on-one um, yep. session on the road to different training camps um, mm-hmm. this past um, training mm-hmm. camp. Yep. Where he uh, he does that um, that thing where he has the, the guys going one-on-one. Um, and I, he, he's actually done a, a, a few of them. I'm trying to think one of the guys. It was a guy who um he definitely played football before but he wasn't um he wasn't in the nfl Mm -hmm. and he had him going against a couple of nfl receivers not any like big name nfl receivers that you would know but they're nfl receivers and Mm -hmm. he was locking them down and so um yeah yeah i i i I I think this is a good i think this is dope for an adult 
like you said, Isaiah 60 moment. Yes. Um, for him to experience where, you know, I, I feel like his decision to become a content creator kept him out of the NFL. Yep, it did. I mean, it was just really bad timing because yeah. it was what only a couple of years later when NIL kind of came about that he would have been okay. But all things, God does all things for a reason. Because yes. had he been able to continue to play, he probably would have went gone to the NFL and would not have this opportunity to, to help other people to shine. So I'm just happy that he gets to help other people along the way, right? Like now he's he's making an opportunity for other people with his platform. So, you know, to shine, even if it's 15 minutes away, even if it's because, you know, somebody like you just said, that individual who was out there who could have been, um, it could have been, they were they weren't seen in college for for whatever reason, but now they like oh well we might want to pay attention to this dude. Somebody can call him in because they need a you know, you just right. never know. So he is providing something to people that I think is way bigger than him just being an NFL player. So yeah, yeah. yeah shout out to him. I, I, yeah, I, I love to see it. Yeah, me too. All right, Phil. Good final thought. Yes, this is All funny. Right. So Sue Bird is retiring. Yeah. And this first before we get to we, we, <laughs> before we go to that. Yeah. <laughs> before we go to that, let's let's give Sue Blur, Sue Bird her flowers. And I know we Absolutely. talked about it before. Um, but she had she has she's had an amazing career. For sure. Um she's a face of the WNBA, yeah. literally. Really? Yeah. Really. Um, and so, you know, I know that. The, the league doesn't get as much pub as it should. Mm-hmm. Um, but that woman deserves her flowers. Like she absolutely um played her know, butt there off. a lot of, of great WNBA players who've come through. Yeah. Um she is she she could very well be on the Mount Rushmore of, of WNBA players. They need a WNBA Hall of Fame. She in it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. She's in it. Um yes. but you know. During her last game, <laughs> uh, I, I, a reporter sounded like he was trying to steer her toward an answer. What, 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 what did the reporter, what was he talking about? <laughs> I wish I knew. I wish I knew what he was talking about. Because what he asked her was, so this was post-game. You know, this was her last game. She's mm-hmm. emotional. She, you know, going through whatever, whatever. Um, and his question was, would you have wanted it to be any other way other than because they play Las Vegas? Mm-hmm. And she was like, and he said, would you have wanted it to be any other way on how you how your last games were in the WNBA? Would you have wanted it? You would have would did you need it to be easier? And it was the look on her face that had me laughing. Yeah. Cause she was looking at him like. That was a dumb question. Some words, probably some expletives probably would have been in there too. That's a dumb question to ask because what, who, I mean, it's true. I'm, this is my, the end of my career, but I'm still a competitor. She was like, why wouldn't I want, she was like, I always want to play 
the 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 best. I always mm. want people to bring their best. Why wouldn't it? Yeah. It was just a dumb question. But her response was was her faith. Look, you talk about my faith. Yeah. Her faith. That's why this <laughs> I was feel good final thought. Because Super mm. gave Stephanie faith. Okay. Yes. It was <laughs> it was classic. She was really looking at him like, are you serious right now? Like yeah. what? Yeah. So uh, shout out to her. Like you mm-hmm. said, consummate professional. Very little did we hear about her being hurt. She was just always just, yeah. yeah. Just giving a hundred and, and it's, it was evident every time she hit the floor yeah. that she was going to give 110%. Mm-hmm. And so I enjoyed your journey and I look forward to whatever is next for her. I hope coaching possibly Possibly. is in her future um owning that would be nice Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like some admin admin whatever it looks like for her yeah um but i hope that she stays involved with the organization because she's such an integral part yeah that's my hope yeah yep all right step show picks when you're watching So I've been looking at a bunch of crazy stuff. So I just picked something that wasn't crazy. Um, <laughs> um, so Cobra Kai season five okay. hit this week. I have watched the entire season already. It was that good. Really? It was that good. I think oh, it wow. came out Thursday. I watched the entire Talk season. About I, I took Friday and Saturday. And I didn't even do it all day, but I did spend a great deal of time. It was, I couldn't stop. It was like, yeah. I, okay, I'm going to not watch the net, but it, I, I got to, okay. It literally, it was very good. Mm. They don't disappoint. I say that. And okay. they already done set up season six. So I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Getting into six seasons? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure they'll make it to season six. Um, But yeah, it was, um, it was really good. I'm, I mean, y'all already know I watch Cobra Kai, so right. It's yeah. definitely been been on your uh, been on your show picks before. Yep. Um, I'm going to save the one that I put on here for next week. Oh, okay. But I am going to say this: I am athlete with Joe Budden. Yeah. I think. I think that was a good watch. I was I told, as soon as I finished it, what did I do? You text me and it was like this was good. This was good. It was so it was a mental yeah. flush. Right? I feel like that's what it was. Less flashy, less all of it. It was a mm-hmm. mental flush. Like yeah. they literally had like just re- they spit out stuff that needed to be spit out. Right. Yeah. Um, they they I think they were able to delve a little bit deeper into the breakup with those guys from the Pivot Podcast. Yeah. Um, and were able to speak, you know, um a lot more candidly than they did in the past about it. Yeah. Um, Brandon felt comfortable finally. Right. Yeah. Right. So like really going in depth and discussing kind yeah. of some of the particulars about it. Right. Um and and you know, I think it was it was because of who he had on, you know, Joe having gone Absolutely. through his own podcast breakup and Absolutely. some of the things around it. Um, and they had mentioned how um, 
as soon as it happened, Joe was one of the first people we called because he knew mm-hmm. that he had just, he had gone, just through, exactly. gone through it and he, he kind of helped him navigate how mm-hmm. to, to move forward with it. Mm-hmm. And so it was just a real dope conversation. It was. Yeah. I was here for it. Yeah. Yeah, I was here for it. I was like, oh, this was good. Because I'll be honest, I haven't been watching. Me neither. I haven't been watching. I'm I'm going to do better, but I haven't been watching. Yeah. I haven't been watching yeah. either. Um, but you know, I listened to, to Joe's podcast twice a week. Right, right, right. So when I saw that he was on it, I was intrigued, but, but yeah. more so because I knew what the topic of conversation was going to be, you know. Yeah. Um, no, it was really good. Everybody was real. I think, and Shady is funny mm-hmm. because I think he was the one that kept saying, stop trying to be. PC, PC yeah. about everything and just say what you feel like mm-hmm. and I appreciated that right like yeah. just what where are you at for real like no what how you feeling for real mm-hmm. um so I appreciated that I think it was a good job of how they handled it and how they went about it and um yeah so yeah yeah I know that wasn't my show pick. I'm sorry, but it was. No, 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 no. I, I, that's actually why I changed it because I, you know, we talked about it, and I was like, yeah. Well, let me let me talk about this show right here because, um, yeah. I remember I sent you the clip, and you mm-hmm. actually ended up watching the entire episode before I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but we both talked about how good we thought that episode was. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was good. Yeah. Right, so stuff. I'm gonna say, yeah. All right. Be at the end of another one. Mm-hmm. Episode one seventy seven. Um, in the books, man. scary. That mean we got twenty three. I was just about to say something about that. Like we coming up on two hundred quickly. Um, we got twenty three. I remember when we first started talking about it. Like, oh, we got like fifty six right. episodes left or something. Uh-huh. Now we at twenty three. Twenty three. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> we're gonna have something planned out, something special that we're gonna do for 200. Um, for 100, we didn't get to do what we had hoped because of the pandemic. Yep. Um, oh, we partying this time, baby. Yeah, we're gonna party this time. We're we gonna party, party this time. Yes, we're gonna party. Yep. Um, and if you got some ideas for us, if you want to be a part of it, uh, okay. send us an email. Um, yeah. Fill the number two, the real podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can jump in the socials. You can hit us up on our Twitter at fill the, the, fill the number two, the real P1. On our Instagram, our IG page is at fill the number two, the real podcast. And for our Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok, you can hit us up at fill to the real podcast right there behind Stephanie. Um, that's T-O, not the number two. So that's Fields to the Real Podcast. Our Facebook, you can go and, you know, uh, reach out to us there. Our YouTube videos are linked to that. So if you go to our YouTube channel, please subscribe, like, share, hit that notification bell so you get an uh, update anytime we put some new content out. Um, and we, we both are about to have some new content coming out um shortly <laughs> we had to talk about this the other day 
and yeah. we are we are going to go forward with some of the things that we um we talked about um and so i am going to my sister's gonna hold me accountable and i'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna hold her accountable Lord. We're gonna get out these things that that god has placed <sighs> in us yeah um to to move forward with so yeah you'll be seeing that stuff shortly on yeah. one of these platforms whether that be tiktok ig or youtube or yep. facebook so um i am done rambling no you are not rambling <laughs> that was all pertinent information yes um, we are out of here episode 177 in the books yes peace peace no fingers today no fingers <laughs> i got on white we don't trust it if it ain't white mm -mm. all right y'all <laughs>